0: Grace and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. On Easter Sunday, we celebrated the resurrection of Jesus. We, last week, remembered Jesus' resurrection appearances, two of them. Once, uh, when he appears to the disciples as they're gathered in that locked room, and he breathes out on them and gives them the Holy Spirit and tells them, that he is giving them the office of the keys, the authority to forgive sins of those who are repentant and to retain the sins of those who are unrepentant. And then a week later, Jesus appears again. Thomas is there this time, remember? And Thomas believes, and Jesus says, blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. And John's gospel really could have Ended quite nicely when then with the, the verses that follow. Now, Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book, but these are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. And you could say, Amen, and a book, well done, John. You got the whole thing, right? However, Instead of ending it there, John gives just a brilliant epilogue. We check back in with some of those key figures that we've been hearing about throughout this time, and, and we get to hear another resurrection appearance of Jesus. After this, Jesus revealed himself again to the disciples by the Sea of Tiberius, And he revealed himself in this way. Simon Peter, Thomas called the twin, Nathaniel of Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two other disciples were together. Simon Peter said to them, I am going fishing. They said to him, we will go with you. They went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. I'm going fishing. Seems like an innocuous enough phrase, doesn't it? It's the kind of thing my dad would say to us, and we'd say, can we go too, right? Uh, it's the kind of thing uh, you, your boys want you to do all the time, right, Jake? I want to go fishing. Well, the disciples were fishermen by trade, but they, when, when Peter says, I'm going fishing, it wasn't just like, hey, this is a fun hobby that I want to go and do and, and enjoy with my buddies here. When Peter was saying, I'm going fishing, he was saying a whole lot more. Peter was really saying is I failed as a disciple of Jesus and I'm going to go back to my old way of life. Way back at the beginning of Jesus' ministry, Jesus had called Peter to be a disciple. We hear about that in Luke chapter 5. On this occasion, while the crowd was pressing in to hear the word of God, I will let down the nets. And when they had done this, they enclosed a large number of fish, and their nets were breaking. They signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. But when they came and filled the boat, so they began to sink. And when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish that they had taken. And also were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on, you will be catching men. And when they had brought their boats to the land, they left everything and followed him. From now on, you will be catching men. But Peter now is saying to his friends, I'm going back to fishing for fish. What he really meant was I failed to be a disciple of Jesus. I tried and I failed. I blew it. I'm not worthy to be a disciple of Jesus. I'm going back to my old ways. Yes, I know for certain Jesus is risen. I saw him twice with my own eyes. That's good news for Jesus. That's good news for maybe those who didn't deny him like I did. There can't be a place in the church for somebody like me. Peter's mindset is one that comes up again and again and again in the Christian world, isn't it? I tried to be a good Christian, and I failed. There's no hope for me. Other people are better than me. I'm not worthy to be a disciple of Jesus. I may even believe that Jesus is risen from the dead, but that could be good news for other people, but I'm not a good Christian. I'm going to go back to my old way of life. They think they've tried Christianity and failed. They think they've understood the message of Jesus and tried to apply it to their lives, but they've come up short. Really, they've understood the law, but not the gospel. This seems to be where Peter was at at this point. Just as day was breaking, Jesus stood on the shore, yet the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to them, children, do you have any fish? They answered him, no. He said to them, cast the net on the other side of the boat, and you will find some. So they cast it, and now they were not able to haul it in because of the quantity of fish. The disciple whom Jesus loved therefore said to Peter, It is the Lord. When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord he put on his outer garment, for he was stripped for work and threw himself into the sea, the other disciple in the boat dragged the net full of fish, for they were not far from the land but about a hundred yards off. They knew it was Jesus. They knew it because this is the second time Jesus has done this, right? When he called them the very first time, there was this miraculous catch of fish. So they get this miraculous catch of fish once more and they know it's Jesus. Now, notice what happens with Peter. He forgets about this whole idea of going back to being a fisher of fish, doesn't he? Forget the fish, I'm going to Jesus. He grabs his outer garment, jumps into the water, and goes to Jesus as quickly as he can. By the way, don't miss the baptismal imagery right there, right? He goes into the water, new outer garment, going to Jesus, he's covered with the righteousness of Christ. When they got to the land, they saw a charcoal fire in place with Jesus came and took the bread and gave it to them, and so with the fish. This was now the third time that Jesus had revealed to the disciples, uh, was revealed to the disciples after he was raised from the dead. Now, the most important lesson we can learn from this is charcoal grilling is superior to gas grilling (laughs) because it is the way of Jesus, right? Okay, maybe not, but it really is superior to gas grilling. And we get this miraculous catch of fish, right? How many? 153. Now, why do we get this number? Well, I don't know for sure. Uh, St. Jerome, he lived in the uh, late 4th, early 5th century. He thought that it was 153 kinds of fish were in the sea, this particular sea. And so they, the, uh, the idea was they caught one of every single kind now, I have no idea if that's true or not, but Jerome's point with this was right, because Jesus was now sending the disciples to the nations. You're going to go catch men, and it's going to be all kinds of men. You're going to be fisher of nations. Notice, too, Jesus already has food ready for them right? They get to the shore and Jesus isn't saying, well, I I need some of your fish so that we can actually have a meal. He's got a meal ready. He's already got the grilled fish. He's got the bread ready to go and he feeds them. And if you miss the connection with the Lord's supper here, you're just not looking very hard, are you? Here is Jesus with his meal, feeding his people as they gather around him and he teaches them and he uh, feeds them, right? This is church. (laughs) That's exactly what's happening here. But notice also Jesus says to the disciples, bring some of the fish that you have caught. I love this because Jesus invites them to be a part of things. He's blessed them with these fish. And he says, now you you can bring those and you can have a contribution to this gathering too. Because that's what Jesus does. He blesses us and then lets us be a blessing to others. And Jesus does the same thing for us, doesn't he? All right, here's the offering. Take some of the fish that I've put into your nets... And you can give it so that we can continue to gather together as the church. That's what the offering is. Giving some of the fish that Jesus has placed into our nets and bringing them right back to him. When they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, feed my lambs. Truly, truly, I say to you, when you were young, you used to dress yourself and walk wherever you wanted, but when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and another will dress you and carry you where you do not want to go. And he said this to show by what kind of death he was going to glorify God. And after saying this, he said to him, Follow me. Now we zero back in on Peter one more time. Peter had. Denied Jesus three times, now Jesus restores him three times. Jesus forgives Peter three times. And not only is Peter forgiven, he's sent by Jesus. Yes, Peter, you're not only going to be my disciple, you're also going to be a fisher of men. That call still stands. And over and above that, you're not only going to be a fisher of men, you're going to be a shepherd of my sheep pastor. Peter had blown it. But then he had come to know the love, the mercy, the grace, the forgiveness of Jesus. And now, having having learned all of this, having received all of this, now he's ready to shepherd God's people. He's ready to serve them, not as an arrogant man who thinks that the way of Jesus is the way of the strong and the way of those who never fall but in humility as one who knows that the way of jesus is the way of forgiveness shepherd my sheep forgive their sins care for them tend to them love them now peter had gotten himself into all kinds of trouble because of his pride on maundy thursday peter had arrogantly said though all fall away because of you i will never fall (laughs) he'd even doubled down on it even if i must die with you i will never deny you and then he'd gone and blown it well now he had received forgiveness hadn't he now peter's ready to serve in humility as one whose sins have been forgiven, as one restored by Jesus, as one who has received mercy, Peter's now ready. He's ready to forgive sins on behalf of Jesus, to restore those who have fallen, to show mercy to those who need mercy. Peter has learned the way of Jesus is not the way of the law, it's the way of forgiveness and mercy. No longer was Peter living under the law but under the gospel. Now, Jesus ends this by speaking of the way in which uh, Peter's going to die. He tells him, when you're old, you'll stretch your hands out, and another will dress you and carry you where you do not want to go. Peter, who had denied Jesus three times, who had fled, now he, he will give the bold confession to the end, and he will die a martyr's death. According to the traditions handed down to us, Peter does die by crucifixion, but he doesn't deem himself worthy to die in the same way as Jesus. And so he says, well, if you're going to crucify me, crucify me upside down. He boldly confesses Christ to the end. Peter was forgiven and sent. Sent to make new disciples, sent to care for disciples of Jesus. As a pastor, Peter was sent to invite others to the same thing that Jesus had called him to do to follow Jesus. And the call's for you as well. You who've blown it. You who've tried to be a good Christian and failed. Well, that's kind of the point, isn't it? That's why we're here. How many good Christians are gathered here today? None. <laughs> Forgiven sinners. That's who gather here today. Those who know the mercy of Jesus, who know the forgiveness that is found in Jesus. Of course you failed. We all have. But Jesus didn't come for the righteous, but for sinners. His death on the cross was for failures like us. His resurrection is good news because it means we who have tried and failed, we've got an answer now. And the answer is not double down and try harder. The answer is Jesus. And Jesus speaks the same words to you today that he spoke to Peter. Follow me. In Jesus' name, amen. Now may the peace that passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus to life everlasting.